0: this is section 89 of mark twain the complete interviews this librivox recording is in the public domain interview number eighty nine mark twain on prohibition licensing guardian new south wales late september early november eighteen ninety five what do i think of prohibition nothing for the simple reason that there is no such thing when men want drink they'll have it in spite of all the laws ever passed when they don't want it no drink will be sold without wanting to know the experience of america you people in australia have an object lesson in temperance legislation there is supposed to be no drink sold on sundays in sydney and melbourne yet i a stranger can see that plenty of it is sold that the most inveterate boozer can get all he wants while he is able to pay for it now if prohibition cannot be enforced on one day of the week it cannot be enforced all the year round and year after year if men cannot do without a drink from saturday night till monday morning it is certain that they cannot wait longer the way in which your sunday closing law is evaded will give you an idea of the so-called prohibition districts in america the front door is closed but the back is opened instead of open honest drinking you have sly boozing instead of having the traffic under the supervision of the law and conducted in the interests of order and morality there is no supervision at all and the trade is conducted under the most demoralizing conditions the manner in which these absurd liquor laws are broken breeds contempt for law in general then while intensifying instead of eradicating the evil these laws give rise to smuggling and informing and perjury so now you see why in the states and canada they are often repealed on the very first opportunity the only approach to prohibition i have seen is in those english towns where hotels shut during certain hours there i've seen thirty customers refused and told to wait until the house legally opened such a thing would never have happened in prohibition maine where a man gets served at any hour Ah," sighed our distinguished visitor why don't the temperance agitators remember edmund burke's words lawful indulgence is the only check on illicit gratification abolishing matrimony would not stamp out fornication well what marriage is to morality a properly conducted licensed liquor traffic is to sobriety in either case a certain human propensity is regulated so as to be a blessing while left to itself or subjected to repressive efforts it would be a curse you evidently don't believe in prohibition what do you think of local option worse and worse why the thing is palpably a fraud in the first place it would leave the man who wanted a drink no option at all in england they now call it local veto but even at that it was squelched last election in america and canada even the temperance people themselves see the absurdity of shutting up the houses in one locality and driving the drinkers into a neighboring one to get more liquor than if they stayed at home in fact the more drink is forbidden the more popular it becomes stolen fruit is sweet the little boy prefers the apples he steals to those he buys so tis with liquor so absurd is local option that now they want to increase the area some temperance men preferring state prohibition but i'd decrease the option area come down from counties to parishes from parishes to blocks until i got to the individual who could be a local option law unto himself if he decided not to drink he'd do all a man can to stamp out the traffic if other men followed his example the traffic would soon be wiped out that's the only way of meeting the difficulty as regards either local option or prohibition i don't see why this matter should come under the direct vote of the people instead of being dealt with in the ordinary way by the legislature and the executive let the principle be applied to other things and people would be forced to spend all their time at the ballot-box as they did in ancient greece and rome no majority has the right to coerce a minority except in so far as the will of the majority now becomes the law of the land these direct votes of the people are apt to be misleading for instance a vote of the ratepayers, through agitation and wire-pulling may decide that the licensed houses in a locality are not required against that we have the opinions of business men who invest their time brains and capital in erecting and conducting such houses if there were no demand for drink these people would lose their all while there is a demand you may be sure that it will be supplied even when the houses will be closed the drinking will go on in a worse fashion asked what he considered the best means of solving the vexed problem Mark replied ask me something easy the solution of this problem may come with the millennium when there will be no crime and we'll all be angels with wings instead of sinners in pants and bloomers and skirts divided and otherwise but no man can now point out a remedy it is doubtful whether even the temperance preachers believe in their own remedies if they did they would not be so ready to make them known no man cares to find his own occupation gone perhaps the professional temperance man dreads that universal sobriety which would force him to turn to another calling and keep the lamp of his nose burning by some other means you must not think that because i'm in the lecture line myself i'm prejudiced against these temperance preachers but if what one hears be true then some of them are awful shams if i or any ordinary man were to tell such yarns as the preachers revivalists and temperance men are applauded for by their people why the public would denounce them as yankee perjuries then some of them drink but in a sly cute way after business hours some are given to other irregularities even when they don't drink in fact they compound the sins they feel inclined for by damning those they've got no mind for of course many perhaps the majority of them are sincere and earnest even to fanaticism but there is a great objection against even that class they remind me of one of aesop's fables where the fox lost his tail in a trap and then called all the other foxes together and told them that the ward macallister and the illustrious personage whom your bulletin calls tummy of the fox world had decided that foxes' tails had gone out of fashion and urged them all to dispose with their caudal appendages so it is with the drunkard who becomes temperance preacher he can no longer drink with enjoyment or even safety and tries to make all other men follow his own example in fact the temperance people are selfish in one respect they want a pleasure which they deny themselves branded as illegal though it may be agreeable and even beneficial to others there is a lot of conceited self-sufficiency about these temperance people it is gratifying to directly rail at other people's vices or pity their weakness and so indirectly extol their own virtues and strength the union of the churches with the temperance party will never come off the use of wine is sanctioned by the bible teetolism is supposed to have been invented as a blow at christianity speaking of mahomet schlegel the german historian tells us even the prohibition of wine was perhaps not so much intended as a moral precept which considered in that point of view would be far too severe as for answering a religious design of the founder for he might hope from the express condemnation of a liquid which forms an essential element of christian sacrifice that it would necessarily recoil on that sacrifice itself and thus raise an insuperable barrier between his creed and. The religion of christ on the connection between the temperance agitation and woman suffrage he was still more emphatic woman suffrage is favored because likely to add to the voting power of the temperance party but why should women have a vote to put down a practice that does not concern them except in rare cases it's the men who drink woman now complains of her political bondage yet would celebrate her liberation by an act of tyranny here mr mark twain where is the middle initial of the yankee name looked at his watch and said time is pressing come let us solve the liquor problem in our own way what are you going to have isn't it curious how drinks always follow the flag for instance i take a cocktail wherever i go that doesn't suit the british constitution in those german forests where the british constitution was reared beer according to tacitus was popular here's luck to the guardian and confusion to teetotalism End of interview number 89, read by John Greenman.